Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. This is episode 395. I think this is going to be a really great show and a really interesting show. We've got a real expert. We've got Bob Kaladala. Um, I've totally butchered his uh, name, but I think he's going to forgive me. Uh, um, and I've got my, who comes from Black Magic. They're the producers of some amazing equipment in the video camera and also video editing world. Um, Bob. Thanks for coming on the show. Would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers? Yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Bob Cornelia. I'm the uh, director of sales operations for uh, Blackmagic. I uh, actually came to Blackmagic almost 10 years ago from DaVinci. So uh, during that acquisition, as I always say, that uh, I was the youngest guy in sales at DaVinci and became the oldest guy at Blackmagic overnight. Oh, uh, uh, you still look, look a young. Well, thanks. I try. But yeah, yeah. 10 years later, here we are. And uh, they've made several acquisitions since, but uh, we've got lots of toys now for everybody. Oh, that's what I'm looking for, discussing all the toys. Bob. <laughs> and I've got my great co-host, Cindy. You'd like to introduce yourself, Cindy? Sure. Thanks, Jonathan. Hi, everyone. Cindy Nicholson here from thecoursewhisperer.com. And I help people who are looking uh, for some additional help on creating their online courses. Yep, and we're going to be discussing cameras, video editing. If you're into producing courses, what kind of beginning rig you should look at, and as you progress in your business, what other equipment you should be looking at to upgrade your processes. But before we get in, into this great discussion, I just want to mention my great main sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. And what does Kinsta Hosting? Kinsta Hosting only specialise in WordPress hosting, and they do a superb job. So if you've got a course or you've got e-commerce or anything that needs really better hosting, Kinsta are the people that you should be looking at. They've been sponsoring the show for almost two years now. They're our major sponsor. They're just great people and they have a great interface. And the main thing, folks, is they provide excellent 24-7 support. So if there is a problem with your hosting, you have true experts to talk to. I cannot recommend them more. They host the WP Tonic website and I've been totally happy with them. So on to the discussion, Bob. So, you know, video is just getting more and more important in the e-learning sector and in general. You know, YouTube is just keeps on expanding. You know, if you're in the e-learning area and you're looking to start your first course and video is going to be big part of it, what kind of um, solutions or rigs should you be looking at? Yeah, so, you know, um, obviously uh, a good camera, good microphone, um, you know, like for instance, right now, we also have a product called the Web Presenter, and that's a product where you can plug in a camera and a microphone uh, into it and then plug that into your computer. And instead of using the built-in webcam, you can use you know, a different camera. Um, so for instance, right now, that's what I've done here. So I have uh, an Ursa Mini Pro hooked up and uh, a microphone and and uh, and then feed that into my computer. And then basically the computer 
gives you a selection of either your internal camera or the web presenter because the web presenter just looks like a webcam to all the software. So that's, that's going to be a really easy way if you've decided you're going to use actual camera to record it rather than a webcam. What Because obviously you've got Logitech and you've got their higher-end webcams that can do 4K, but then you've, then you've got the decision if you're going to move away from a webcam to actual DL camera. What are some of the benefits of using an external camera then, Bob? Well, you know, a lot of people, what they wind up doing is using multiple cameras. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I get what you mean, yes. Yeah, so we have solutions. Uh, we have these small cameras uh, called micro studio cameras. Uh, they're, I mean, you know, it, it's pricey compared to webcams, obviously, but compared to what 4K broadcast cameras cost, they're a fraction of the price. So, for instance, it's $1,295 for the camera, and uh, then you have to put a lens on it. But what I've seen is even people that stream um, gaming, you know, uh, Dungeons & Dragons gaming, they'll have three or four of the cameras around the um, playing area. And then they have one of our switchers where you plug the cameras into the switcher, and then you can select which camera is going to go on the output. And then what you do is you put that output to the web presenter, and ultimately, it looks like a webcam to Facebook or any of the other services. But in the end, really, what you're doing is you're switching multiple 4K cameras through this little box and into the other box. And for if you did two cameras, say two cameras, they're twelve ninety five each. The the switcher is um, is nine ninety five. We have some others, but you know, if we start basic, and then the web presenter is four ninety five. For a few thousand dollars, you can get some really good quality equipment that will give you um, solutions for live streaming. And then we have uh, recorders. So you could record the two cameras and maybe edit it for post later. Uh, we see a lot of people that do that kind of work for uh, DaVinci Resolve training, for instance. So they'll, they'll, they'll have um, uh, the, they'll record separate streams of the presenter, the output of the computer and, and then do cut it later to, you know, in post to put it out uh, for training services on the web. All right. That sounds interesting. Cindy? So, you know, if our, our audience tends to be course creators and, and I help people with those, those courses and, and I come across a number of people who are hesitant to doing video as part of either their marketing or part of their um, courses. So, you know, speaking to somebody who's, who lives in the industry, like why is it so important or what should I tell my clients, like why it's so important to have video as part of, you know, how they market themselves? Well, what I think is interesting, I mean, today, if somebody says, I, I need to learn how to, um, I don't know, pick anything, change a faucet, right? What's the first thing they do? They Google that, they go to YouTube, they watch the video, right? Now, if they Googled it and all they could find was a list of instructions, would they do it? No, they wouldn't do it. You know, if we think about our daily lives, we look at video all day long, whether it's on television or on online or whatever, in our own daily use, let alone in our business use. So when you're able to present, you know, I started making commercials back in the 80s when you had to shoot on three quarter inch tape and they looked terrible. And we used to make those low budget commercials for, for you know, the Chevy dealers and all those kind of places. And 
the quality of the cameras then were just terrible. You either shot film, which was expensive and only done really for national commercials, or you shot video and it looked like bad video. Today, you know, we have a camera that's 1295 that, that will shoot 4K on an SD card. And, you know, this stuff looks better than, than half the movies that are out there. So that kind of quality level is right away. So that way people aren't judging you by the camera you use. They're then judging you by the content you provide. And that's what your people, that's what they're doing. They're creating good content. And then to be able to record it on a decent camera so it doesn't look like they're using, you know, somebody's VHS camcorder from the 80s or something, uh, you know, then you're really, it's just going to look that much better. And DaVinci Resolve is our free software that we have. Um, it actually comes with the, the full version. The studio version comes with these cameras. Um, with the with the with the um, Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 4K is the one I was talking about, and and so this software we just added this new cut page in Revolve in Resolve 16 that people can go and download, and it is really designed for getting things in and out quickly. So you shoot stuff, you bring it in there, you you cut the clips up, and then you can actually post to YouTube directly from the cut page. So it it couldn't be any simpler. Yeah, it's true. I, I would say the access to being able to do something of good quality is just so much better these days. So that you don't have that barrier to entry to kind of get that done. So that's a good point. Jonathan. So, um, Bob, so I think a lot of people, whether, you know, the first thing they've got to decide is, you know, they're probably going to, it depends, because you get a lot of people start a course, they go to a professional video grammar a video, um, local video um, professional, mm-hmm. um, and they get it done in like one or two days. And that costs a lot of money. And mm-hmm. then they're going to have to produce video um, if they're going to produce their next course or upfresh the course. So they're going to have to get involved in doing their own video. Um, so you mentioned... What about light and sound? How important are those to get right? And you got any recommendations about, you know, who you might, resources you learn a bit about it? You know, it's funny. I I brought up YouTube a a minute ago. You know, if you go online, you can find a lot of tutorials uh, to get you started on a lot of those things. You know, in terms of there's a lot of people that have done reviews on microphones, um, you know, uh, explaining condenser versus uh, carthoid, you know, th- those kind of things. Uh, so I, I would definitely look at that. You know, lighting is, um, is, uh, is not quite as important, I think, as the camera and the audio. I mean, let's face it, 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 audio, it's funny because, you know, when you really think about it, audio is more important to television than the video signal in the sense that um, it's tough to, unless you're watching a sporting match, but you can't follow a drama if you're, if you can't hear the audio. So your audio has to be clean and clear. And there are plenty of tools for that. That's really easy. You know, you can, if you're only doing audio just to start, I mean, just recording it into your laptop, there's plenty of free software that comes with, depending on which platform you're using, those things are there. Um, You know, and, and as I said earlier, you know, like with our, our web presenter, you can plug in one of your old camcorders into it and use that camera rather than the camera that's built into the computer. Because uh, sometimes if you're just using the one that's built into the laptop, you, you know, you're not going to get um, such great quality or you're going to have to be standing over the laptop all the time. So uh, there are just some so many options these days that are a little bit more 
uh, budget friendly, but also just increasing the quality. Because at the end of the day, it's like anything, you know, you, you want to, if you're going to put out video content, you, you want to make it look good. Otherwise you're going to, you know, you'll turn people off uh, before they even uh, start to, to listen to it. Yeah, because I, I suppose what we're talking about here is really, you know, you can start off with a traditional screencast when you're like this and you've got a, a mic um, and then you're going to use um, some form of editing software, you know, Camtasia or um, um, ScreenFlow to edit it. But then you're probably going to get um, you're going to get a green screen, aren't you? And you're probably going to want to stand up and then cut that in with some screenshots, aren't you? So that's when you probably look at the rig that we've just talked about. Would I be right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you're really going to, you know, if you want to do a green screen, and it's funny because uh, oftentimes when I set this up, I'll put a green screen behind me and um, key key the picture of the Grand Canyon or something, Um, just so uh, people wonder, where are you? Um, And uh, one time I actually put the the picture of the front of our booth from NAB, which is a monster booth, and I put that behind me and they were confused. They thought I had that built in my office, but, um, but yeah, you know, with the green screen, uh, and, and that, that little switcher I was talking about before at nine ninety five, that has a chroma key or built in. So you could actually green screen live, which is what I used that day. So uh, you can actually, you don't even have to do it in post. You can do it live to tape or live, you know, just out to, uh, you know, stream it to your fans. So it's, it's the, the options are, are so enormous these days. I mean, when I was in when I was in college, we were supposed to get a new switcher my senior year, and they approved the sixty thousand dollar budget and all this stuff. And then when I got back, my freshman, you know, in, in the beginning of the senior year, I said, "Where's the switcher?" And they said, "Oh, well, they built a swimming pool." So, uh, you know, the swimming pool is actually still there. Uh, that analog switcher would be in a trash somewhere. Um, but you know that that kind of budget was just for one piece. That basically that nine ninety five switcher does ten times more than what that switcher was going to cost us sixty thousand dollars in nineteen eighty seven. So it's it yeah tools today are just amazing. Over to you, Cindy. Yeah, it, it is so incredible how much more affordable and accessible things are for sure. Um, so in terms of I guess it could be both marketing or the creating the course itself. What what kind of, um, I don't know how I can phrase it here. What kind of, what can people do with their video over just kind of doing the screencasting here? Like how can they enhance the videos that they're creating with other things, given the, given the uh, options that you have available at your company? Sure. So if they're going to do post-production work on it, meaning that they're going to, they're going to record it. And then if they bring it into resolve, not only can they edit it, but we also have, uh, we have fusion visual effects. And so you can add in all kinds of fancy titles. Now you can create your own that are very complex, but what we did add is a whole host of templates. So there's, I don't know, maybe 30 different templates that, you know, flying over the shoulder or, or, you know, it does, and they describe what they do. And then you go in, you just change the name, change the colors and boom, you, you customize it for you. And when you add graphics like that, A, it draws attention. And it keeps people interested. And so those kind of tricks are real easy to do. I remember when I made commercials, like I said, way back when, I, I, I learned that people tend to nat- draw, are drawn to colors like red, black, and gold. 
because it shows that those are, are colors that people tend to um, uh, attribute to, to high quality and, and, you know, fancy stuff, you know, especially blacks and golds and things like that. So I remember I was doing a, a, a commercial for a, a driving range that was going to open soon. We had no footage of it. So all I did was graphics that said coming soon, you know, the new driving range or whatever, but I just did it basic gold over black and it was real simple and everybody thought it was great, you know, but all it was was a little bit of music and a voiceover that said coming soon, the new driving range or whatever, but it's the colors and, you know, audio is another thing, you know, even some background music, um, you know, even if you're just putting it at the beginning to welcome people, those little touches are real easy to do. Uh, you can get free music easily. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, public domain music that you can use. And when you add those kind of things, they're really easy to do and resolve. And, and it's just, you're really going to, you're polishing up your, your whole uh, course. And, you know, by adding the graphics, you can tell people where to find you, um, you know, and, and, you know, all your Facebook and Twitter and all those kind of accounts. Yeah, no, it's it's true. The it, it may look hard to do, but with the, again the software nowadays, it, it is pretty easy to add those finishing touches to make it look more polished for sure. Um, and if you Google any question, you'll find the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, we're going to go for our break. We'll be back in a few moments, folks, and we'll be delving some more into this fascinating world of video production editing. to build up a real online course business. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up-to-date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well-known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com. Just like the podcast. We're coming back. We've been delving with Bob, Black Magic. So when he, you know, the Da Vinci, you know, it's amazing the amount of value you offer in the free version, but you're up against some really major competitors, you know, Final Cut, Premiere Pro. Why Why has the company decided to keep updating it and making it so, you know, it is really amazing value and you know, you've got the Pro version. Why have you decided to keep, you know, because like I say, you're up against two really enormous um, grillers in the market. What? What? Why keep Da Vinci going, and why does it help the company? Because it is quite amazing value, isn't it? Well, yeah. Uh, da Vinci Resolve was originally uh, color correction only, and to this day, uh, Da Vinci Resolve as a color corrector is still the top color correction software out there. And over time, we added editing. A lot of it was to round trip out of the other programs, as you say, you know, the other editorial programs, you can round trip into Resolve back and forth so that you can do the final color grading in Resolve. So as those tools became expanded over time, eventually we had a full nonlinear editor in there. At the same time, we also added Fairlight Audio because we bought the Fairlight company. We bought Fusion Visual Effects, that bought that company. And so we added that in there too. So now it's got a whole host of tools. Now, 
one of the things about Resolve is Resolve is sort of at the cornerstone of our of our whole um, company in the sense that we have lots of products that people tie into Resolve. So if you want an input output device, we make those. Uh, you know, if you're going to record, we make recorders, we make cameras, obviously the cameras and the camera science that we need, um, to get the best images out of camera for color grading. We need that in resolve as do all the other manufacturers of high end cameras. So whether you're talking about Ari or red or, or Canon or any of those guys, Sony, they all have uh, DaVinci resolve, uh, software, um, you know, that they send us, uh, the, the keys to the to the to the uh, to their uh, color science, so that we can um, do the best job we can with their footage. So uh, we resolve is sort of at the cornerstone of the whole industry. We deal with almost every manufacturer that makes anything to do with color grading, editing, cameras, whatever. It's all uh, kind of ties in there. It's like a Swiss Army knife, really. Um, e- even people that don't use it for editing usually have resolved to either do the color grading or just to do data management to get things in and out and to make copies of different formats, things like that. Uh, the free version obviously is out there to get people uh, involved. I mean, when resolve was just color grading and the systems were $500,000 a piece, uh, there were probably a hundred people in the world that ever used one. Um, today there's millions of people that use it. So it grows from that. The cameras all come with the full version. So that helps. Uh, you know, and we do sell control panels and we sell, we have a new editing keyboard that's coming out at the end of the summer. And so there's a lot of hardware that kind of goes around the software monitors, you know, so in the end, it's, it's sort of, um, it's just, it's a, it's a product that leads to other products for us purchase wise, but also it's integral to the entire workflow. Yeah, before I throw it over to Cindy, um, I don't know if Cindy, you agree with this. One of the reasons why I wanted Bob on the show, Cindy, is that um, I don't know if you agree with this, Cindy, is that when person when people start their first online course business and they get success, they they are either going to have to get an assistant or um, there is going to be a central part of their course build out, isn't it, Cindy? Producing video. And you you rapidly you keep going to a third party to do the videos will just get too expensive. So you are going to look at building a kind of internal studio, aren't you, Cindy? Yeah, well, I, I think you got to start somewhere, right? And and the Resolve uh, software, like the free version, sounds like a great place to start. And you know, once you and especially if you learn kind of that language, then it's a and you want to get more advanced, then it allows you to take that route if you want to, but it's great to be able to have a free version to start with. And I, I always, you know, if you eventually outsource things, I always still think it's important to learn how to do the stuff yourself at first. Um, and then, you know, you can get help later, but uh, it's, uh, so the free version is really a great place to start for that, to, to get familiarity and, uh, and to just be able to do some things for um, easily. Because it does, I don't know, Bob, I agree with you. You know, having, I think that, especially in the editing, where you have more than like, you've got like three cameras, three views of something, then it really starts your, the quality of the editing and the presentation of the video really jumps a bit, doesn't it, Bob? Well, sure. I, you know, um, especially when you're trying to show people something physically, you know, what, what you're doing operationally. Uh, they want to see 
uh, it from different angles so they can recreate it. So uh, like, for instance, when people do training for Resolve, or we've done some training videos that we publish on Resolve, and, you know, it'll be, uh, it'll change between a screenshot, you know, the shot of the, of the actual GUI, and then also the person talking or the person selecting keys or typing in numbers or whatever it is. But, you, you know, we have to change between a couple different angles so that people get a full immersive feel for what is actually going on. Because otherwise, sometimes you just stare at a screen and say, yeah, but what, how are they doing this? What are, where are they on the, on the control panel? Those kind of things. Over to you, Cindy. It's funny, I was doing some work around the house today and had to go to YouTube to find out how to do it. And so being a consumer of content like that, you realize how important it is to get all of the angles. You don't screw anything up. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, Okay, so it sounds like you've been in the industry for a little while then, Bob. Um, Can you tell us about the evolution of video and, and kind of where you see video creation for, you know, the online world, where, where it might be going. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because, as I said earlier, way back when, video and film were so vastly different that it was, you know, one was just terrible and one was, was phenomenal. Uh, but as it's caught up and, you know, less and less films are being shot on film and they're shot digitally, the quality of these cameras and the prices have fallen so much that anybody can get a decent camera for, you know, a low cost. And then therefore their content's going to be good. Of course, you still have to tell a better story, but that is something that wasn't lacking before that it was the quality of the camera. So your equipment is not impeding your progress. And I think that's important. The other thing is online, uh, you know, people are doing up to 4k resolution on a lot of these things online. Now, if you're uploading something in 4K, that's fine. If you're streaming it, you might want to consider not doing that so much because you're bandwidth dependent. You know, there's no no good thing if you're going to be live and all people hear is that, that, that doesn't do anyone any good. So, um, you know, but eventually, look, I remember dial-up was fast. And then, you know, as we get on, here we are with cable modems and, and whatnot. And eventually, who knows what we'll have in terms of bandwidth. But for now, if you can shoot, at a high resolution and you can archive that to publish. That's great. And there are tools, as they say, where you can record it in 4k, but you can actually stream it 720p so that you're not hogging up bandwidth in a live event. So a lot of good options. And I think that it's an exciting time because uh, as the, what we think of normal television or normal, you know, that is all gone out the window. Um, you know, it, it, there's more content today than ever. And people can, you know, the three of us can start our own TV station today. So, I mean, you know, it's just, it's an interesting time. And, um, but the better your content looks, the more notice you're going to get. So you, you do want to keep an eye on that because uh, poor quality just gives people a bad um, feeling from the start. So. Yeah, you notice it right away. That's for sure. And, uh, and, and I almost think now if that is more of a level playing field, it's really the quality of your content that you create is going to be the key differentiator going forward sort of thing. So, uh, Jonathan. Yeah, I totally agree with you there, Bob, because what I see is I, I don't know what when you do your um, surveys of your customers – because um, I think there's a lot of educational institutes, um, colleges, and private companies that are realising that they they are having to really get the kind of lead generation for their sales teams. They have to become a 
inbound marketer online and video and churning out a lot of video about their products, their services, is a way that they can produce content that will attract inbound leads, which then they can give to their sales teams. Is this something you're finding increasingly? A lot of companies are realizing they're going to have to become a kind of contact producers. Yeah, absolutely. When you think about it, in the old days, we had the yellow pages, you know, and I don't know how many people go to a phone book anymore. Uh, Probably not very many at all. But one of the indicators when you go to the phone book, if you're going to look up a company is you'd look and you'd say, oh, I wonder how big their ad is. You know, do they have a, a fancy ad in the yellow pages? Well, video, that's what it's doing for your online presence. So you want to be able to uh, provide the uh, person, because I get this all the time. Someone will send me something. I don't recognize the company. First thing I do is look at the website. You know, if I go to the website and I, and it looks like, you know, it, it, it's not very well polished or it doesn't provide any good information, then I think to myself, well, they didn't have the time to do that. You know, how good can they be? But so it's a great way to, um, you know, to put that best foot forward. The other thing is, you know, you can look a lot bigger than you actually are uh, by showing, you know, good content. You know, good content doesn't need 50 people. Uh, good content can be done by one person or, 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 or hiring somebody. And that's the other thing. You, you know, sometimes people like to try and do everything uh, themselves, but you don't always have to do that. There are ways to, um, to find help. You know, it's not a terrible idea to enlist the help of uh, a local university. See if they have any students that might want to, you know, hire. That's how I started. I started making industrial videos back in the, when I was in college. So I worked for this company. We would shoot industrial films and, um, you know, because I was cheap labor, but uh, I learned a lot. So uh, that's an opportunity for people too. So are you also seeing more and more kind of medium sized companies, like between 50 and 100 people buying into the technology that you provide because they're looking to set up in-house engine of contact content production uh, you know our products um go the whole gamut you know we used to say that there was a pyramid and you know certain products were up at the top of the pyramid well our products go top and bottom of the pyramid and what i find interesting is that people that buy our products for their businesses also see our products at their church or you know um there was one time i talked to a guy who worked for a radio station in in uh, New York city and they wanted to start simulcasting the radio station. So they gave him a bunch of our equipment and he didn't really know what to do with it. So we went to the church and said, you guys have the same equipment. Can you show me how to, how to do this? So it's kind of come full circle. So that's the thing, the film, the familiarity with our product line kind of permeates people's whole day, you know, whether it's uh, schools, churches, whatever. So uh, I think, that continues to grow. And that's why people think about us often, you know, they'll go, Oh, you know what? We have that stuff here. Whether it's, whether it's people at a church saying we have it at work or it's people at work saying we have it at our church. So that kind of thing or schools or any of those type. So uh, it does, the price helps. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, before uh, we came along, things cost a lot more money than, than they do. And, and, you know, even myself, when I joined, I said, why is it that low? It could be a little higher, but that's not the point. point is to try and get as many products to as many people and empower as many people so that their, the, their budget is not the limit to their creativity. Um, over to Cindy. Um, so in terms of, um, 
you know, video creation. What, uh, do you have a, do you, can you share an example or a story of, of one of your clients who, you know, who may have been kind of breaking out into the online world and, and has been using your products to, to kind of create this online presence? Do you have a story you can share? Um, not specifically, although it's funny. We, we find our product, see, we don't have, um, we sell through distribution. So what happens is our, we send our products to, uh, a single distributor in North America who then sells to the thousands of resellers who then sell to people. So getting that attachment is there. But what we find that I think is funny is all of a sudden we'll be watching something and go, Hey, that's, that's our stuff. I can tell, you know, there's a gamer who just built his new gaming room and he um, does online gaming from his new suite that he built in his house. And he's pointing at all the products and it's, a bunch of black magic product. <laughs> and I just laugh because it's, you know, it, it's to the point where some of these product names are starting to become, um, you know, more household names than up in the, in the broadcast business. I mean, I've, I've gone through uh, TSA before and I had a guy, I was wearing my shirt and the guy says, Oh yeah, you guys make cameras. So a friend of mine has one. And I was like, really, I had no idea that the TSA guy would know who I was. Uh, so it, it, it is interesting. Now, a lot of people use our, uh, will stream, uh, their, um, their concerts. So, you know, there's bands out there that a lot of them on tour that use a lot of black magic equipment and then they'll simulcast their, uh, their, their, um, their shows. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, I know for sure has it. Um, and, and, it, and, it, and that's kind of interesting to me, but more and more what it is, is we've enabled people with a lot of the different pieces that we have to be able to get such good content at a, at a fairly low price. And it's also enabled some of the content producers that you guys were mentioning earlier, where people go to them. So I've run into some studios and they'll say, Oh yeah, well we have three or four different studios. We have different products of yours, depending on which one it is. If it's a multi-camera shoot, we have this many, if it's a single camera, we have this room. And, and, uh, and he said, and, and it's been able to help them offer, services a lot less expensively than it would have 10, 15 years ago when the cost of the products were so high. Yeah, that's awesome. It would be cool to see your products being used in other videos and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, we even see it on TV. That's the funnier one. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) So you're watching a TV show and you go, what? That's one of our products. Yeah, um, just to finish off the last question before we end the podcast, um, is I think that's the other factor that I like to touch on is live broadcasting, um, especially on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Um, there's a host of channels now. I understand LinkedIn is um, has a beta program to allow live broadcasting. It does really, you know, in the course world, I think... Now, obviously, with all these social platforms, Bob, they um, they allow more viewers to actually um, to be able to see a live feed. Um, it's a great way of publicising a course to a new audience and promoting it. So, would you agree with that? And also, are you seeing more and more interested interest in live feeds, basically? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, um, and, and again, it comes down to the quality thing where, uh, you know, just holding someone holding their phone isn't necessarily something that's going to capture one's attention for a long period of time. Whereas if it was a proper 
uh, shoot with a couple of cameras and you switched around to see different things, I think that'll work. I, I actually have a, um, uh, 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 a podcast um, schedule coming up where they want to see, they want me to do a demo of our products during the podcast. And so in thinking of it, I said, oh, let's see, how am I going to do that? Ah, I know what I'll do. I'll set up a few cameras. I'll set up the switcher. I'll run it all through there. I'll turn it into my webcam with my, with my web presenter. And uh, basically, you know, they'll get to see every change that I make. And, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be basically me doing a live demo uh, for their stream. And, oh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know why I never thought of that. Oh, I don't know yet. When you come back, <laughs> we're going to have to demand that from you. That's, we'll do um, that. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up the show, folks. Well, so what's the best way for people to find out more about you and black magic in general? So uh, you can see lots of videos on our website at blackmagicdesign.com. Oh, that's great. And Cindy, how people can find out more about you and what you're up to? Um, they can visit uh, thecoursewhisperer.com or come connect with me on LinkedIn. And folks, if you want a free consultation, you got fed up with Kajabi, Teachable, the frustrations, the limitations, and you want to expand your business to the next level, you go to the WP Tonic website and you can have a free chat with me and we can put you on the right road. We will be back next week with another fantastic guest interview, giving you more knowledge so you can be more successful as an e-learning entrepreneur. We will be back soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.